everyone, welcome back once again to what you know what the show is, the Iconist Podcast. And the icon is today, Shin Man. But before we get into that any further, understand that I am one of your hosts, Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious, you know how it goes, hey. And as always, the man on my side, the man, the myth, the legend, he's a moving man, he's a, he's a DJ, he's international, he do birthdays and bar mitzvahs, the whole nine yards. My man, oh. my, the man, the legend himself. DJ Roxy. DJ How y'all Roxy. Doing? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> so before we always got to do it, we got to play it nice. We got to turn around and uh, pass it mm. off to everyone else. So here it comes. Mm. First, uh, make sure, support the books, support the books, support the books, right? So check swings out in uh, Montreal. Can't miss them. Tell Trevor I said hi, right? Wild Comics out in Kitchener. Tell Wes. I said hi. And not even I, we, we said hi. Those are where places that support us and we support them. And then, of mm. course, the man that makes us look so pretty all the time, the one and only Jason Reese, a.k.a. Jake Bird Digital Art. Jake Bird Digital Arts. Once again, you mentioned that you heard about Jay Bird Digital Arts on the Iconist podcast. If you need any work done, and you mentioned that to Jay. He'll give you the discount off the work that you need to done. That's that's flyers, posters, templates, any of that media, logos, anything that you personal, something commercial. He's got you. He's done it from pizza shops to this show. And he's done it from, I don't know, wrestling events and posters and logos all the way to a touch of gray. Ha! Touch of gray, another group to check out. That's my group with me, Zolf Ali, and, and Dave Sokolowski. Whoo! There we go. We standing as we stand. We moving. That's how we move. Speaking of touch of gray, December 8th for anyone in Hamilton, Ontario and the surrounding area. Touch of gray is doing a show December 8th over at Stonewalls. Can't miss it. Come on down. It's on 339, sorry, 339 York Boulevard in Hamilton. It's $15 at the door or Ten dollars with a non-perishable good. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. You got to give back. You got to give back, that's right? Nice. So it's seven twenty-five on domestic beer and two for one on chicken wings. So buy a pound of wings, get the next one free. So once again, it's called comedy. All I want, so the show's called All I Want for Christmas is Comedy. Over at Stonewalls, Stonewalls, over here in Hamilton, Ontario. Can't mm-hmm. miss it. Anyone around, come on by. Door, show starts at 8 o'clock. Doors open at 7. We'll be there. And that's myself, Dave Sokolowski, Zolf Ali, some special guests. And remember, the main thing is, is all about, as Dave likes to say, there's a lot of good people in the world. If you can't find one, be one. So come down. $15 at the door or $10 with a non-perishable good. And if you're not sure and you're seeing this poster right now, right here, how's we have it splashed up? Remember, who made the poster? One more time. Jay Bird Digital Art. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Remember, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Please show them some love, too. And remember, like, subscribe, share. Don't let the show be a secret. We all got a Patreon channel. Check that out. We've got, you know, if you want to do a one-time tip, we've got a coffee page, all that stuff. Let's keep it going. Man, and as you can see, the links are down below where you can find me at Barry3D.com. And Rod, mm-hmm. where can they find you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on the World Wide Web. 
You can find me on the Instagram at Mr. Rod C. Okay, let me stop. Let me relax. <laughs> so you can find me on Mr. Rod C. Um, there you can find me up in there. You can also find me on Twitch. Uh, I DJ there often, as you can hear. Oh, I play there all the time. <laughs> you can find me as a deep DJ Rod C. You know, you can find me up in there. Listen, I'm always having fun playing different different genres and different vibes. But Sunday listen, love. Sunday, let's do Monday, it. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, love. Let's do it. Come on. So yeah. make sure you hit that follow button for all of what, all everything that we both do. And listen, we'll make sure that you won't be disappointed at all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right on. And please leave comments. We answer back. We write back. We always like to hear the feedback from everyone and anything you have to say. We're open-minded. We're not going to bite your heads off. We like to have a good time and communicate. Communicate. Listen, we both got these extra pair of eyes. We're going to use them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't get any specs or nothing. How do you think I got them? Reading a lot. Right, right, right. That's what happened over all the years. So comes down. We know what the show is all about. We're talking about Action Man. Now, when we say Action Man, which Action Man are you talking about? Are we talking about Action Man, the toy figure that was the UK version of G.I. Joe and was 12-inch? Maybe we'll touch on that for sure. Uh, Are we talking about Action Man, the IDW comic book? Maybe we'll touch on that. Sure. Okay, we can talk about that. We're kicking it off with Action Man. Amp it up. The 3D animated cartoon back from 1995 by Hasbro. That's that's them the memories, man. Damn the memories. Uh, I love the memories. Right? Like, I mean, I remember watching the show. Now, looking back and watching the show now, I'm like, what the heck? But watching it back then, let me tell you, first of all, what had my attention was 3D. I'm 3D. I'm 3D. Touche, touche. <laughs> I, I can't even. I can't even come after that. I'm like, ah. Um, and I was set. 3D before Sony TV. What? Yeah. Come on now, son. All right, here we go. Fun. So, Action Man, the 3D animated cartoon, was done in 1995. The brainchild behind this, uh, it was Marty Eisenberg and Robert N. Skier. Okay, mm-hmm. so these are two guys behind the Action Man cartoon, the 3D animated one. Right. So Hasbro turned around. They wanted something, and it comes with that genre of action. You know, uh, biopunk, cyberpunk, superheroes, got all that, those labels to it. And Hasbro made some like original toys with it. So this is where it came down to. And it's got a really interesting, unique perspective. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was made, it had read for two seasons, 26 episodes, had some good voice work. And, you know, it was, it was a Canadian USA thing. It was like Dink Productions. So a lot of people had their hands in the pot, <laughs> right? The production company was, Mainframe Entertainment and Saban Entertainment. Oh. Oh. Well, Mainframe, we know. Boop, boop. Reboot. That's right. Right? Action Man. You know, Highway 35 with Hot Wheels. Shadow Raiders. Yep. Beast Machines. Yeah. You know, Beast Wars. We, 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 we got you, Mainframe. Boop, boop. Okay, got it. But Saban, Saban, do, 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 do. Go, go, mighty Power Rangers. Let's see. Let's do it. Right? And on top of it, Saban was very popular. So Saban, a lot of times mm. in their studio, would make the theme songs for the Power Ranger shows and other shows they were associated with. So the Action Man theme song was done by Saban Entertainment. Wow. And it really said, amp it up, amp it up, Action Man. So uh, that, that's, that's Saban Entertainment's influence there. And what they try to do is they try to make this guy, he was a... He was extreme sports. That's what, that's what he was. He was extreme sport athlete. And when I say extreme, mm-hmm. I don't know who thought up these courses. 
Listen, if if you can dream it, they will come and realize and listen, this can't be physically done in natural world. We could do it in 3D. It could work. And 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 I agree. There's certain things I watch and I'm like, did that actually work right now? Mm, somebody might lose a knee on that but one. But it was man. cool though, man. It was cool. It was cool. But I might say, man, if you don't if you don't land that one properly, oh, your kneecap gonna hurt there, boy. I'm gonna tell you. Your kneecap gonna hurt. Oh boy, poor thing, poor thing, poor thing. Right. But it had a lot of things that worked for it, right? So first of all, uh so Action Man, that was his that was his nickname, Action Man. His real name mm-hmm. in, in the show was Alex Man. So right. Alex Mann was an extreme sports athlete. And he would go around the world competing in all these extreme sports. So he would do something that he would be doing like rollerblading on top of buildings because they'd have the course on top of buildings to jump off there, grab a rope on the helicopter to get swung over on this loop-de-loop kind of Hot Wheels track. And the and the suit he was wearing had wheels on the forearms, on his back, you know, and underneath his shins, uh, sorry, his calves. So he would lie down yeah. and be a human luge. Right. Um, I know. What was the movie there? It was like, I think... Uh, Armor of the Gods or something like that with Jackie Chan. He did something similar to that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can remember yeah, the name of yeah. the guy. As soon as you said Jackie Chan, I remember I remember the visual. Right, and he's going uh, through a ton and all that. But Action Man did like loop the loops and he was racing against his, you know, his rival. But they had a good friendly rival, you know, but Action Man, of course, he was always winning. He was the face of the sport, just like, you know, Lewis Hamilton is the face of the sport of Formula One. Right. You know, uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James is pretty much the face of the sport of the NBA. So we know right. certain athletes become the face of the sport. Alex Mann was the face of the sport of extreme games. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, he got the endorsement. So he had this, this plane called Big Air, which would, you know, it had a car inside of it. And that was his mobile base. He had his, you know, his uh, his engineer, the guy who would take care of all the, the mechanics and all this equipment. Right. Right. You had the other person who was his agent, and you had another person. She would just film all the footage, and she was the, the I guess, the videographer to put right. the, yep. the clips and all his social media presence. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, really, if you're thinking, back in 1995, they really put together what would be a plausible team if you were a big-name star, like a Fact. sports star meme. Right. I, I, would, I would also just segue back in the sense of, given that realism, mm-hmm. we've also, if anybody remembers seeing the movie Triple X, Within yes. these, this would have been the human version to a degree of right. the type of action, the type of stunts, the type of daredevil, dangerous type of stuff that, you know, like, Xavier, you know, Xavier Xander. did this kind of, Xander, sorry, Xander did all this kind of stuff. Like, oh my gosh, he's a superhero. He landed like, I need your autograph. And people are like, ah! <laughs> that's literally what, what, what. Action Man was for everybody that's the title. And Barry's bringing a good point. That type of early stage was, you would think, like Tony Hawk or anybody in that type of realm in those days would have, you know, being being the the athlete, he would make sure he had someone who's video type videography, taking pictures of all his actions. Yes. You know? Yes. But having someone who's always dear that you would think is in that team, but more on the outskirts. This this show kind of focused to say, Action Man can't be, can't be without these people to make him who he was. But there was a great way that they made that team more visible to the crowd. They may not have known, but at right. least we knew yes. that he wasn't a lone wolf in this particular type of uh, 
production. Yeah, well, he, that's it. And that was it. Exactly what it is. I mean, you know, any athlete will have a personal trainer. Completely. We'll have their, their agent, manager, who's there with them, who's beside the seat. And, and, and I like that aspect. And I mean, I know the show is over the top, but when we have to look at where it's grounded, he had the key people in the roles that made sense. And that's why it wasn't like it was, you know, four kids and a dog going around a minivan trying to solve crimes. <laughs> I ain't hating. I'm just saying everyone had hating. a purpose. We all grew up on that, and when you get old, you start to think about it. You know, honestly, as I'm just thinking this, saying this, it's it's hilarious you bring that up. Just a segue. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When you think about that crew, we're not yes. trying to say the name, so we, we all know who we're talking about. How often you see these guys rolling across the country doing so many things, and you're like, in my thought and process, you got to make it out like these guys are young people of a certain age and that demographic, and you just run it for yourself? Nobody, no one is just kind of like keeping a tab on you. You got off a call and say, Mom, we're going to be out this weekend. The band, the group, oh, we're going to be here for a while. You know, right? no, no type of call. There was no mama no- saying, Mama saw, Mama squished. There was no, ma- no mama, no mama, no, no dada. <laughs> but, but you see here, but you see here that at least it's not a type of accountability. You can see yes. that there's a, there's a group, there's a, there's some type of organic type of flow of right. interactions in and out. And it just, it made sense because you can look back. The point I'm saying is that later on in life, years later, we're watching the show. We can look at this and I can look at Action Man and I clearly like, yeah, that, that still makes day. That makes sense to this day. It's still relevant. Maybe tweak it a little bit, but it can still work down. The next one you'll be like saying, those are a bunch of kids. How do they run around like that? All these questions are opening up doors. Like, well, that, yeah, well, yeah. You need child service to be check these guys out, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that was the whole thing. Was Team Extreme? They had their logo. They had their sponsorship that he had to work with. The mm-hmm. and, and you know, uh, and this is what brought the whole world together in that. Right. Now it's cool that they turned around. They had this. It's cool that they had play sets and and, and you know toys that would represent and be you know. That work with it. So that was all smart marketing on that aspect. So I say, yeah, they get a check mark for how they put those things across. So as I said, Alex Mann, his, you know, known as Action Man, that was his, uh, his true name in the series. He is an extreme sports athlete, as I said, and he was like, you know, on this particular network. But then what happened is anytime danger, danger, Will Robinson, something would happen that would get the adrenaline pumping that he was in a, a, a life or death situation. Truly. Yeah. That's when he came about his power. Is he'd start falling in the first episode? His his rival tried to slingshot. See, the helicopter's going. His rival holds on to like a smokestack to stretch out that cable that he's on. The slingshot to the finish line, and it really was a wily coyote moment. He comes slingshotting it. He gets like inches. His fingers are like just just a hair's breath away from grabbing the flag, and it and, and Brandy couldn't grab it. And it was like. <laughs> And of course, he goes flying back, hits Action Man. Their ropes get entwined. The helicopter, the rope goes around the helicopter. You know, it cuts. They start um, falling stories down to the hard concrete. You know, um, like like was it Cinderella Dana or was it you know Dana Dane? Like the child hit the hard concrete, <laughs> whatever that line was. Lottie Dottie, that's it. Right. So, uh, so um, all of a sudden, things start slowing down. Now, now I still like this aspect. Sometimes when 
if you get into, and I don't wish this on anybody, and I pray this never happens to you in your life, but if you get into, if you're driving and you get into a car accident, right? And I'm not saying anything fatal, but that's just the best case scenario thing I can think of. I've been in one. So you get into a car accident or you see an accident is about to happen. Your reflexes just might kick in and everyone says the same thing. Everything just slows down. When you're in a moment like that, the adrenaline kicks up a hundredfold and everything just <laughs> slows down. Yeah. And you see what you have to do or you see it coming or you try to dodge it. Mm-hmm. And that, that it doesn't, you know, even though it's a blink of an eye, your perception causes things to slow down. And in action, man, he's falling to his death with Brandon. They're all tangled up and things slow down and he looks around and all of a sudden you know a theme song comes on amp it up amp it up action man and he sees a mathematical equation no matter where he looks so he looks at a building the edge of the building mathematical equation and he mm. follows the flow of the, and, and the mathematical equation is not even that it's just an equation it's it's flowing like like a river so wherever he looks it just kind of slides over so he looks and he sees the edge of the building then he sees a helicopter he sees the rope he looks down he sees a crane in the distance and within that split second even though it's slowed down for him and for us as a viewer seeing it through his perception his eyes it's a blink of an eye he's already thought of a solution if i kick this with this amount of pressure over here and it hits this at this angle it's going to cause this to ricochet off these two places here that's going to cause me to bounce here grab this wrap around here and sure enough by the time everything is said and done the helicopter drops down it doesn't crush anybody it, it it's hovering like about two feet above the ground him and brandon are all good the worst that happened was brandon and that was before he amped it up brandon hit like a, a, a corner a corner of a a, a, a brick chimney so his leg he broke uh, his leg but that mm-hmm. was before he you know action man amped it up everyone walks away unscathed now the amp power mm-hmm. stands for advanced macro probability amp <laughs> his amp factor this it's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's such a it's such an interesting aspect because while you're talking and it's and it's been it's kind of like it's been in my head and I'm trying to mm-hmm. this is early 1990s so I'm trying to think have I seen something like that before and I feel I have but I couldn't I still up to now I can't put my finger on it and if anybody if anybody really does remember some kind of show or there's something similar to what what went what we just what Barry just explained. Put it in the chat. Uh, but in the wholesome of what was just said, that concept is so for thinking yes. in having in a, a, a cartoon. Now, it could have, again, this could have been something that might have been in an actual comic book from years ago. Could be. You're right. That's right. basically, that, that, let's go with that. Let's just be, I'll be nice. Throw the grain of salt. And just say it could have been there, but that would have been just, you know, I'm just two, two, two degree. I mean, two, two D type. It's just written out a flat service type of scenario. For right, me, right. seeing it visually, giving yes. it that type of realism, that kind of texture, the context of understanding, like you're seeing it literally 
all you see in the mathematical equation just like floating in the air. And all it was is while he's doing this, the, the most mental hilarious is Barry is saying that it's happening in a split, split second, basically. Yeah. It's like, like, you know, microseconds type of scenario. Let's just, let's make it more relevant so you guys can understand. It's a second, yeah. not micro. Let's just say in a second. Right. This is all happening. But the thing that gets me about the visual is that the visual pans from one way to another. So if you really think about it, that's a second. There's no chance I had my head waving from side to side to get mm-hmm. a good visual of what's that, what's that. It just means that his mind has, has been, is, you know, where our perception is grabbing information at, at, a, at an alarming rate yep. consistently, constantly, always. We're not even knowing. We're taking information. Hey, I know the headphones are this far away from my head. And you know, you, you know what I mean? You, you right. just, you just know. For him to be able to, for for us to understand that Amped Up is giving the the amp, what is it again? Sorry, the the <laughs> the advanced macro, macro probability, the amp so factor, give, right? The the probability of understanding. Well, this thing is over here. The uh-huh. lines, the lines, is, the lines for holding the blade for the helicopter is is on this side, coming on this angle. This is about. I'm saying no, no, the weight per se of the helicopter, but knowing that if you knock this thing on this side, hit over here, that it's going to go there, that it's going to hit. You saw out of the perception of your yes. eye, yes. some, some big bolt, like some big bolt, like, like, like a staff kind of bolt, something that just happened to, I'm not paying attention to that when I'm walking or running or sliding or trying to save my life as I'm flying down. But that information came in. Probability came in. Like, do that. Bam. Yeah, I'm safe. All in that fraction of a second. That's the part that makes you think when you look back at this show and look at how how memorable it is. Because like, oh my gosh, that sounds great. But when you actually sit down and think of what the writers actually (laughs) put forth in front of you, it's Uh a very dangerous thing to think like, oh, you. You you guys were actually thinking about this for a good minute, and you guys put some good thought into amp it up. Absolutely, and uh, you know, and, and it and it made so much sense. Absolutely, so much sense. you know, and and then it gets even crazier, right? Because so he, you know, when he was in high school, his his high school coach Simon Gray was the one that did. Ex- experiments on him to put this amp factor into him when he was a young kid, and he couldn't mm-hmm. remember certain things. Now uh, I can't remember Simon's exact role but i know like you know simon is his his gym coach but he has more ties to an organization and this is where they put it into alex right because alex was always athletic in high school he figured he'd be a good candidate physically you'd stand the process you know the process and it didn't kick in right away because he got that you know power in high school you know whatever those little nanobots were put inside of him or in high school and they only activated when he was a grown man well into his extreme career which means what? he never used them before until that moment. Or maybe he did and he didn't recognize it. But at that moment is really when it came out to save his 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 buddy Brandon and, and grab him. So that was how Action Man starts. So if we get into some of the Action Man and if we're looking at the cast, right? We'll go through. So you have like Action mm-hmm. Man. Okay, so that's Alex Man. And the voice was done by uh Mark Hildreth, right? Then you had Grinder. So Desmond Grinder St. Clair was done by Michael Dobson. Okay. And then you had uh, Agnes Fidget Wilson. And she was done by Tabitha St. Germain. And then, so she was the videographer. 
right? Grinder was the one who took care of all the machines and everything there, and plus flew the plane big air or the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And then you had, um, you know, Ricky, uh, Ricky Singh Barnes or Ricky Singh Baines. So his voice was done by Peter Kamalis. And so Ricky was the manager, which I thought, and there's more characters on there. And of course they had to fight a villain. The villain was Dr. X with his mm-hmm. own, you know, council of doom. Uh, and, you know, and it's funny. So you're looking at all the voice work. And then when you look at, you know, the, the, the actresses that played certain voices, um, you know, the, the, the woman who played the voice of, uh, Fidget, for example. And mm-hmm. I just want to confirm that if I have this right, because I think I do. And I'm just, just double checking here. Tabitha, okay. So, uh, Tabitha, um, is a Canadian actress and a comedian. You know, she's known for various roles across many different shows. And she's been doing voice work for animated series and video and films, video games, commercials since 1985. But I think that she's related to a particular singer. And I'm going to look this up to see who her her dad is. And if I'm right, I'm going to be, you know, going, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, but she's done a lot of work. If you're looking at it, you're looking at, you know, the My Little Ponies. Okay, let's keep going on. Uh, Nerds and Monsters, Nina's World, The Nutty Professor, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, uh, Packages from Pl- uh, Planet X, Pirate Express, Pocket Dragon Adventures, Polly Pocket, and all that. Wow. Popeye's Voyage, The Quest for Pappy, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Okay, Ooh, right. And Clank. Okay, yeah, she's she was in. She's done the voice for a lot of stuff. She's done mm. the voice for uh, Voltron Force, The Legend of Zelda. Okay. You know, man, it just goes on and on and on. So, as I said, there was a lot of great action. You know, uh, voice actors on this project without doubt, you know, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. looking at. And for action, man, I, I just thought that the team wise, I liked it, their machines, their vehicles and all that. I thought it was really cool. And the fact that they made them, I was happy with that. So I will, I'll hook now. Now, okay. It goes from a guy who's doing extreme sports fighting, you know, um, a, a super villain, so to speak, because this villain, Dr. X approaches, uh, you know, action, man, he approaches, so he approaches Alex, he approaches Brandon and says, hey, guys, uh, mm-hmm. I can make you better. And Alex is like, oh, I don't need that. But Brandon's like, huh, I'm tired of playing second fiddle. He reaches out to Dr. X and kind of gets some nanotechnology in him mm-hmm. and kind of puts him over the edge. His, 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 his anger goes, he hulks out. <laughs> he li- That's literally what he does. His body changes, he hulks out, he tries to kill Alex. It's a whole thing. And that's part of the storyline of trying to cure Brandon and then, of course, trying to get Brandon's body back. And then Dr. X has kind of cured his body. And and then and Dr. X at one point, you know, was able to mimic, almost steal Alex's power of the ant power. And yeah. it, that gave them, you know, both enhanced speed, strength, perception, you know, that ant factor. So yeah. it was it was nice to see how they played that out. And they brought in, like, you know, Alex's dad. So I like the series overall. Mm-hmm. And as you put it, it, it's, if you take Xander from Triple X, we're yeah. not that far off. The two of them can hang in the same world. If, if Xander was a cartoon, I would expect, you know, Xander slash Triple X to be with Action Man. And if Action yeah. Man was live action, then it would be within that same world. Like, I mean, everyone's always trying to do crossovers. That would be it. Because they're both extreme sports stars, mm-hmm. 
with a unique ability or the top of their the peak of their abilities for what they do, working for a government agency to stop evil. But let's keep it with Action Man. Action Man was a super soldier. <laughs> Listen, that that's that's a, that's an easy way of yeah yeah you can clearly you can say he he was a super soldier. He was a super he, soldier due to due to the whole setup. Yeah, he definitely was. He was definitely was. Uh, that universe is that you and in the realm of that universe, he could have definitely he would have definitely been one of the uh, top tier uh, super soldiers, uh, serum injectors, yeah. nanobots. Yeah, right there, it's right there, it's right there. Yeah, all right. Did I say that three times? All right, it's right there, it's right there, it's right there. Exactly. You can't you can't go wrong. That that's that's super soldier. Mm-hmm. And the fun part about Action Man. Now, Action Man, even though we're seeing this and we're talking about the 1995 version, the, the, the 3D animated cartoon that was by, uh, you know, mainframe studios. Right. Action Man existed way beyond that, as I said in, in the intro. Right? Action yeah. Man came out first and foremost to be the counterpart of G.I. Joe, greatest American hero. Um, um, yep. Right? And, and exactly when I say GI Joe, I don't mean GI Joe three three quarter inch is a team of GI Joe. I'm talking original GI Joe, right? Colton Joe. I'm, I'm you know that you know the the GI Joe, the one who as a Colton Haynes or whatever the original one, the one where it was twelve inches. He had the the the, the real beard, you know, uh, and and his action team, Action Man was the UK version of GI Joe with a fully articulate body, multiple right. outfits he can put on. Right, you know, an ambiguous look, so this way he can just kind of blend. The only difference is, is that on the UK side, you got Action Man. It was Action Man, Action Man as a scuba diver, Action Man in the Army, Action Man in the Navy, Action Man as Air Force astronaut, adventurer, whatever it is, Action Man. With GI Joe in North America, yes, there was a white doll that was, you know, clearly uh, GI Joe, and then they had a black one, and then you know, so they made different uh, ethnics and races. So that's the only difference, but that's cut it down right because mm-hmm. gi joe went from a 12 inch doll to a three three quarter inch right. uh figure right that was a team okay action man went from a 12 inch doll down to a three and three quarter figure which was action force right. which is the equivalent once again to gi joe okay i think action man was a little bit of a mix between G.I. Joe, and, and, I, and I would say even Big Jim for some how they had his adventures. Okay. That, okay. That, that's my feeling about it. That, that thing, that, you know, he did double duty, but, you know, where we're, if you go across the pond, so to speak, and you mention right. Action Man, Action Force, woo, you, you about to get, you sit down, you about to hear a whole lot of stuff going on. They, they going to mm-hmm. talk to you to your ear falls off and you don't know. And a lot of people don't realize how popular that is. As popular it is for us to have G.I. Joe and fan sites right. and movies and all that. Right. Action Man is just waiting in the wings. And to tell you, Action Man, you know, one of the G.I. Joe runs, I think, an IDW. Action Man does make a – not Alex Mann, but the original Action Man does make a crossover into the G.I. Joe comic books at one point. Okay. Right? And so there's a lot there. But then again, so much history is just – I think they missed the market because if they do it over in the UK, oh, Action Man will outdo G.I. Joe in a minute, in my opinion. Hmm. But here in North America, mm, it's the other way around, right? right? So 
with that, I know at one point I was collecting the uh, Action Man IDW comic book, which was different than the TV show, but still using Action Man. And with IDW, when they were doing it, is because Hasbro was pushing their whole world. They were making the Hasbro universe. So that's G.I. Joe, Transformers, Rom the Space Knight, and Action Man, along with Mask and Micronauts. And they did, we've done G.I. Joe movies, we've done Transformer movies, and they wanted to bring in a Micronauts or a ROM movie. And that was the next step. But Action Man's waiting in the wings for his moment. The difference is, is that Action Man went from being a soldier, being an extreme star, to the comic book where Action Man was a spy. Yeah. Did you read those books? I, I, Trying to recall, I know in in the searching for this, I did come across the IDW version, and I do recall seeing that there were more of the the, the later ones. Right. So I did I did see a couple. I was like, oh, I remember seeing a couple. I met, like I was reading the first the first two issues, and I'm like, yeah, I think I think you and I honestly on a side note, I think you and I have had this conversation years ago because I do remember I'm looking at this and I'm reading I'm like I, I think we I think I've seen this before. And it would have definitely been been directed by you for me to check this guy out. So yeah. in early days of life, no, I don't recall that, honestly. But in recent years, yeah, I know I, I've definitely had I've looked onto Action Man at some point. Hell yeah. Yes, it was a lot of fun, especially when I saw that I what Hasbro's trying to do with IDW and mm-hmm. and go from there. But I mean the, the, the voice actors on the, the show was Itself. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And even the the creators of the show. So there's two creators, as I said before, that were on the show. You know, Saban Entertainment made the theme song. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for example, let's look at Marty. And if we click on Marty. So sorry, I was looking up something before. And I thought that Phil Collins had a, a tie to one of the actresses that were one of the voice actresses that are on the show, Action Man. Oh, that's why you're making that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, Phil Collins, like, Phil Collins, like, Genesis Phil Collins. And and I guess got to verify. So maybe I'm looking at the wrong actress, but I, I know he's related to one of them. He's, he's the dad. Go figure, right? Small world. So, you know, and, and it's in, you know, let's look at Marty. And Marty, of course, at this time, he's worked on a lot of shows. So this is why you could see the influence. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so he's worked on Beetlejuice, Little Shop of Horrors, Batman, the animated series. We miss you, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> right? Uh, Dog City, so X-Men, the X-Men cartoon, Spider-Man, Battletech, the animated series. So I'm not going through all of them. I'm just going through the ones that really pop out at me. You know, Superman, the animated series, The Mask, the animated series, Mighty Ducks, Extreme Ghostbusters, holy crap, you know, Godzilla, the series, Beast Machines, Action Man, which we're talking about, The Mummy, Danny Phantom. Wow. Here's one I always enjoy, Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> Jackie! One more thing. Legion of Superheroes, the 2007 show, which I enjoyed very much. And I know they're doing another one, and I'm meh. But, you know, the Legion of Superheroes show, I like that. And then, of course, he did, you know, films. So in his films was um, Hulk, Where Monsters Dwell, Ben 10, Destroys All Aliens, and Atlantis, uh, Milo's Return. But he's done way more than that, of course. You know, uh, Transformers animated. So... That's just his body of work. 
Mm-hmm. The, the, I, I, these guys were definitely on to something. I mean, and the two of them were partners that worked on stuff together, and they worked on some stuff separately. So even when I'm looking at Robert, for example, Robert was behind, you know, one of the writers on Gargoyles. Along with some of the other stuff, Tarzan and Jane, that, you know, goes on. So, Action Man to me, can this be brought back to some degree? Sure. Which one do we want to bring back? I don't know. All? Yeah. We'll work our way to that. Can, 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 would they allow us? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Let's suppose um Action Man, the 3D animated cartoon series that we started talking about here that was done in yeah. 1995. <laughs> yeah. It did two seasons. They, it, they, no, at the end, it was like Dr. X turned around and he got like a, you know, he wanted to destroy most of the people on the Earth and then come back and rule what was left. So he made a machine that was pulling an asteroid towards Earth to cause, like, you know, some mass destruction. And this is what Alex had to get in there. Action Man, stop him. And, you know, and this is when he had his powers and it was like a good one-on-one fight. Then at one point, you know, Dr. X throws out like an energy ball. Was, like, and he almost did the pose like Street Fighter. Like a Hogan. Right. Of course. Stop. But it, it ended the series saying, oh, he's gone. And even Alex turned on. was like, yeah, he's defeated now. But he'll be back. I'm like, oh, season three. Here we go. Which we never got. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get more in on Alex's parents, his origin, and maybe the rest of the team's backstory a little bit more than what they explored within the show. Right. So... Could the show work now? Uh, I think so. I, you know, you got all the key elements around it for it to work. You know, you're watching it right now might seem a little bit dated or go, what the heck are you watching? But understand, this is, this is 1995. The time, this is, this was cutting edge mm-hmm. to what we have now. So I see it come back now. And I know there was like a kind of a one shot movie called, uh, Robots Attack, but you know, Action Man looked completely different. He had a totally different team. And it was more the hero, I guess, war hero kind of thing, but still the same Action Man logo. So I would, I'm, I'm, I would like to see, you know, how they did Voltron there on Netflix and brought it back for another couple of seasons and tied okay. up all those loose ends. Yeah. If you had to do the 3D animated cartoon, I would say bring it back. Let's get a little bit more deeper with it, mm-hmm. have some fun with it. Right, maybe not so much over the top with their extreme sports. Tone it down maybe a little bit, make it a little bit more realistic. I know it's a cartoon, but that's that's just my flavor on it. That and that's where it would go. Um, and then you know, and I'm not even gonna change anybody. Bring back the same voice actors. They're still there. They're still working. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So that that's my point. And then for the comic book, the IDW one. They never gave Action Man a proper ending. Like you see, you know, in the IDW one, he starts, he's, you see Action Man and he's the, the person we're following is the sidekick, not the main hero. The main mm-hmm. hero is very calm, like a James Bond kind of character. At one point, he sacrifices himself to save the world and he's on board of a rocket that's going to destroy. And the whole time, he just has this very simple smile, like almost like the Mona Lisa. You know, he doesn't show no exp- over, exp- he doesn't scream, he doesn't panic. He just gets in there and, it, and you know, and he's like, action man, action man. He's like, you're action man now. I, I, this is my last mission. And he just goes off and he's just so cool under pressure. It's almost unnerving how cool he's under pressure. So in the comic book, you realize that action man is not a person. It's a title that's passed on 
to the next person. Yeah. And this guy who was working for that that agency, like MI6 or kind of thing, you know, right? He's now saying, "Wait a minute, I'm the next in line to be action man, but I'm a goof." <laughs> Everyone looks at him. And it's like, great. We we yeah. we. There goes James Bond, and we're left with Johnny English. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! But but he steps up bit by bit. Yeah. He steps up. He he gets a little bit more serious. He, he his skills come into play, and you see what all the things he has to do in the Action Man comic book. And I think that IDW one run was really good. And would I want to see maybe that version come in as a spy version, especially if Hasbro wants to do something? I think if you you know if you're gonna do Action Man to wrap it up uh, in Netflix streaming series, go with the 3D animated one. If you want to do something within the Hasbro universe and have a movie, then to me, you have to do the spy one. That's 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 my two cents, Rod. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, I like what you're going. I like what you're going. I definitely. Oops, this way. I I agree with. <clears throat> I agree with the 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 animated aspect of it, and then kind of like. Pulling away from the 3D aspect, it again nowadays mm-hmm. 3D is not going to really be cutting edge for people. You might as well just give some anime type of visual. Again, you know we both Voltron, uh, Defender, Legendary Defender is is the latest iteration up there, which is also paired off from Thundercats, latest variation. It's the same. Yeah, right, same, right, right, right. It's the same. It's the same company that handles that. I would definitely like Action Man to be viewed in that particular manner. Now, what I would like to do mm-hmm. is okay. what I would like to do is is kind of like, although you're kind of separating having an IDW, having a comic version, having a spy version, right, and then having that, I would like, if possible, to combine it both. But I have different, 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 different iterations. So my okay. thought is is having, having it like, okay. So so how 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 I having it is that, yes, early in his days they do some kind of flashback. Later on, a couple of episodes they do a flashback, and you know that he was injected with the nanobots from his his coach and mm-hmm. never kicked in to later on. So we're now going on the cart. We're going on the cartoon animated version aspect of it. We're pulling that type of thing. Right. Turned into he's turned into um, an extreme extreme athlete. That's his that's his known. Everybody knows him as that. Whatever the case be, and he's gradually he's making himself getting better. Uh, you know he got into that level, so he's at the top of his career at that point, right? Yes. I would like him to be. Um, the helicopter scene kicks in. And he doesn't know it. He doesn't sing out the word amp it up, but the flow chart comes in. The mathematical question comes in. What the France is going on type of scenario? He catches him just whatever. Like, did I do that? Again, basically like the, car- like the cartoon. After the first two, he's like, wait a minute. It really wasn't luck. I literally hit it at the proper time to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So now he now has his team along that line. Finding out, flashback to that coach, aka that wasn't really a coach. That was really MI7. Let's just call him. We won't go six. We go MI7. 
Injected his boy by saying, a little now we're deep. Gonna, <laughs> little deep. We're going to go with, um, oh my goodness. I just, oh my goodness. It just hurt me that I, I, I thought of it. Um, there was, anyway, there's, there's, an, there's another show basically a father was, a son picked up the role of his father. Anyways, anyway, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. good. Anyway, the point is, is that you find out that they've been watching him for so long, waiting for his nanobus to kick in. When they kick in, they realize that, oh, just like Rafiki, it is time. All right. Out of the shadows, Alex. Are you okay? Now we start, now we start turning, we're now we're turning into the, um, the super, the secret agent. Secret agent. Well, this is it. And then how do we got the secret agent? We're just going to be easily to just say it. Hi. Um, you don't know who I am. I'm the director of MI7. Insert word now. MI7. I got an initiative for you. <laughs> but wow. Okay. So you say you use the sports part, like the extreme as athlete, a, as a cover. It turns into a cover. That's the part. I didn't want to say oh. when I brought it up. I will just say that's his life, whatever the case to be. Right, 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 right. Turn in by saying, Alex, listen, we're going to need you for secret agents and whatever the case to be. You're going to be trained. And now, oh, just as not to make you feel bad, but you see your team around you. They're part of our team. What? Yeah, we've been covering you for how many years? We let you do what you got to do. I just maybe either give it a nudge or we let you. You're extreme. That's you. That's yeah, not yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is you. That's your own muscles. You get sore yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the night. Yeah, That's I like you. That. I like that. But they cover you, and now it's basically saying, Alex is in. Okay, you ready? Alex is in. Okay. Amp it cool. up. Cool. Amp it up. Now we're going to somewhere, whatever the case is, and we got a secret mission over here. Uh, we need something done over there. Big event going on in that area. Cover story. Then he does whatever he has to do, and then at night, he's amp it up. Action Man, the night version. Intertwine both. I honestly think that if that could be written in that particular type of style, because at this point now, he's an extreme player. He knows what he's doing, whatever the case would be. Yeah, right, right. Now now we're gonna we're gonna flip him back to in a sense of the IWD second or the new action. I don't know what I'm doing as a private, as a secret agent. We're going to right. train you because we already had the team. You trusted me before. You trusted the team already before for everything else. Now I can tell you, Alex, I've been wanting to tell you for years how to do things. But because you weren't an agent, I couldn't tell you. Now that you're an agent, let wow, me tell okay. you what you've got to do. See, so that, that gives me vibes of I Spy. So the original I Spy TV show that had Bill Cosby in it. Okay, okay. Because... The original TV show with I Spy, uh, I can't remember the other actor's name, but in, in all, but I'll look it up. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Okay, thank you, thank you. So it's Dick Van Dyke and Bill Cosby. And Dick Van Dyke was the secret agent, and then he yeah. was with Bill Cosby. And yes, yes. Dick Van Dyke, I think his cover was, was he was, was, a, a, was a tennis player. You're right. Yeah, yeah. he was a tennis, yeah. Bill yeah. Cosby was a tennis player, and Dick Van Dyke was like his manager. That right. was their cover, right? When they did the updated version of I Spy, Eddie yeah. Murphy took on Bill Cosby's role, and he just right. changed from tennis player to boxer. Right. Who's going to get past international borders without an issue? A sports athlete. And this and this is where it works smoothly along yes. that line Yes, that it can work out. Because I want to also the fact that you're going to see him learn and just 
where we want some episodes where he just turns in. He's not a goof, but he's a goof when he's being a spy because he's learning. These are yes. these are techniques that are now they're not they're not muscle reflexes anymore. Now he has to learn a new muscle. He has yes. to learn a new memory aspect of how to do things. And right. now that he has the power to amp it up. Oh, I never thought of doing that. This is reboot. Amp it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And that makes sense because that reminds me of a TV show I used to watch called Cover Up. And it ran for like one season until, mm-hmm. you know, there was um, an accident. The guy who played, he was playing around with a gun on set. And even though it had blanks, he was playing Russian roulette and kind of, oh, yeah. Actors. So, you know, yeah. sorry to hear that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, th- th- these things happen. You've got to be careful in, in, day, in life. But the, the, the premise of it was he was a secret agent. And he went around as the cameraman mm-hmm. following these models that he would work with. And the models were truly models. So they would go to different areas around the world. For the photographer to take pictures of them for like stuff like Sports Illustrated and Rolling Stone mm. and Vogue magazine. Because when you're taking pictures, they don't just stay here on North American soil. They'll they'll go around the world and say, Oh, we want to get the sunset in, you know, down in Mexico, or uh, or on this peninsula over here, or right? So yeah. he would go with them and it's like, Who are you? It's like, Oh, there's you're this supermodel, you're that swimsuit model, you're this runway model, who are you? I'm the cameraman. Oh, okay. No questions. No questions. That was his cover, cover up, right? And that was a play because, you know, cover up, cover up makeup. But he was the secret agent. So when they were there posing and going to all these galas, he would say, oh, okay, I'm just hanging out. Okay, I just got to go in this back room. And you're off, do his stuff, come back in. Hey, how's everything going? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Take a couple of pictures of the models. Yeah, I'm the photographer. So I see what you're saying, man. Amp it up. Okay, I like it. I like it, right? And just to give you one couple of tidbits here to everyone listening and watching. Action Man. To show you how far back this goes, 1966. That there is even older than me because I even wasn't around that time. So here we go. (laughs) Amp it up. So very simple. This is this is just more of a fun episode of a show. If you want to know where to catch this show, I'm I'm sure that that you you can find around. And if you look on YouTube where we are, you will find season one and two of Action Man on tube of you <laughs> just right right just right i don't just know saying. if it was ever released on dvd but you know if you get the original toys from the uk the that you know that were the the counterpoint the gi joe mm-hmm. great pieces of half to your collection if you can get the action man 3d animated cartoons that tie into the tv show that we were talking about here back in 1995 those are fun pieces to have to your collection for sure I know they never did the secret agent one from IDW, which was a shame. And if they did, maybe I, I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know everything about the toy world, but it's something to look into. And I would say, go to your local comic book store, get those issues. I think it's only like anywhere from seven to nine issues they did of Action Man before they kind of stopped the run. So they stopped uh, it, it before four, the whole. It was, it was it was four. It was four of Action Man. Yeah, I think I think they did four on that one. Really? I thought it was more. Okay, you see? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, unfortunately, it was a short lived one. Yeah. And it was like, really? Oh, you know what it is? Okay. So it was four issues. But then, of course, he crisscrossed when they did a couple of issues where they had like Action Man teaming up with ROM, teaming up with, you know. Okay. So that, that, that's, it was, uh, what was it called? It was, I think it was a IDW, they called it like Revelations. Like it was like Transformers Revelations okay. or GI. So this is where they would crisscross. So there's a couple of issues that you would see Action Man in there. Fun read. 
fun, mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. read. I mm-hmm. like the art. The, the, the pacing of the story was good and the growth, growth of the character. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So on this note, are we fan casting <laughs> anybody? No. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Bring back the actors. Bring back all the original actors. Let's have that as, as the same goes. Put a pin in it. Put the actors' names on there. Uh, the voice actors I'm talking about. Bring right. them back. Let them continue where they left off and, and let's see what they are. I like Rod's idea instead of by me splitting it. I like his idea of combining it, like Transformers, to put it together. So that's my two piece. Rod, any last words before we wrap it up? Uh, listen, everyone, we thank you for being with us today. Um, just, just you know, make sure you like. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit that like button. You know, every like is great, greatly appreciated. If you liked it a lot. Hit subscribe. If you subscribe, it's greatly appreciated as well. Listen, if you really like and you subscribe it, just let a friend. Let your people know. Let your people know what's going on. One thing. Listen, make sure you, you, you make sure you share this with everyone, not only on YouTube, but on, you know, all our different, um, point of contact, Spotify, everything along that line. Listen, we, we're out here. We're, we're having fun. We're going to make sure you're having fun with us and let's do this. Absolutely. So remember, this is like, a, you know, YouTube, the videos drop every Tuesday, 10 o'clock our time here in Toronto. Uh, and then the, the audio drops on all where you get your podcast from, from all streaming services, 10 o'clock on Wednesdays, like subscribe and share. As I always like to say, this mm-hmm. whole world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper and lots of imagination, lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Let's go. Amp it up. Amp it up. Action man. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm trying. <laughs>